All right. Here we are now. And today, I'd like to talk about no mind. This is a state which you can experience for yourself and which is highly recommended. I'd like to talk a little bit about what it's like, a description, how you can understand it. We can also talk about how you can do it for yourself, how you can achieve it, if we can put it in such terms, and the benefits as to why you would want no mind, an experience of no mind. Now, first of all, this is to be distinguished as a state. A state is an experience of being. Or, more simply, it's just an experience that you have as an individual, as a human being. And it's temporary, something that comes and goes, and it's something that has varying degrees of depths. Now, it is to be distinguished from a number of other states and also qualities of states. Now, to say this is to say that no mind is not exclusively against any other states or qualities of states, which means that, you know, to put it more simply, again, (laughs) you can have no mind state while certain feelings are happening and other certain feelings are happening and while you're even doing certain things. So, (laughs) no mind is not to be confused with a state of egolessness. We're not talking about ego dissolving, although it is related. There is a connection there. We're also not talking about, and not to get this confused with, an experience of omnipresence or omnipotence. The experience of being everywhere, a non-location experience, although it is also connected. As for a third experience or state that should not be confused with no mind, no mind is not necessarily ecstasy, although it can be related, which means that you can use the state of no mind, to enter into ecstasy, and you may not, and you may have a state of no mind while you're feeling ecstasy, and you may not. So these are a few things to understand and to not get confused with. Now, what exactly am I talking about with no mind? Let's make this very simple and very concrete, now that we've got those sort of misconceptions out of the way, or those sort of little traps that we need to be wary of out of the way. No mind is when you close your eyes and you don't have images or sounds. Basically speaking, fundamentally speaking, Your mind is just images and sounds. 
It's nested in your most gross and obvious perceptions. It's basically how it's conditioned and it, it makes its phenomena, its epiphenomenon. And of course, we can go into a lot of the more detailed nuances of that. You could say, well, is the past and the future the two most broad aspects of mind? Is solid and fluid the two most broad aspects of mind? Is detailed or complex or, you know, simple and complex, you know, like we can go on all day with these wonderful aspects of mind, these analysis of mind or theory of mind. (laughs) But to be more practical and to actually get a sense of no mind, it's best to work with, well, okay, my mind is images and sounds. If I close my eyes, I can see something. There's an image there or there's a movie playing. Or if I close my eyes, there's a sound happening. It might be sound of someone's voice. It's probably the most common. Or it might be some music, which is another of the most common. Sometimes it's all three at once. (laughs) You've got some music playing, you've got someone talking, and you've got some images. And sometimes they're unrelated. (laughs) So when we have an experience of no mind, there's no sound and there's no image. Now, let me give you a couple of metaphors or sort of ways in which you can get an experience of this. Imagine you walk into a room and there's a TV playing in the room. And what's on the TV is just boring daytime TV. It's not interesting. It's not gripping, it's not educational, there's nothing to it. And it's not even that loud. It's just sort of there as part of the ambient sound of the room. And you walk into this room and you just do what you do. You know, you might be in the kitchen and you cook some food, you might be in the lounge room and you sit down or you do some yoga or you do your meditation, right? And the ambience of the room and the sound of that TV is just there in the background. Now imagine you turn that TV off. And there's silence. The ambience has changed. You've gone from having a component of sound happening to not having that component of sound. And that is no mind. Now, a lot of the times, if this TV is the metaphor of our mind, of the chatter that goes on, then we might say, well, there's a movie on, and we really like that movie. It's actually something interesting. That would be like, okay, you sit down, and instead of having the TV as ambience, it's, it's your favorite movie, and all the lights are out, and you've got some popcorn. It's like, wow, riveting. Right, it might be some big block block plus blockbuster flick or whatever type of movie you like, and you're really watching and you think, don't, don't turn this off, this is great. I'm really into this, this is an amazing movie. Now <laughs> you could say that that is a step above 
what a lot of people get when they sit down to watch the story of their mind or listen to the movie of their mind, which is something that's quite un- uneasy, right? It's not a very nice movie. I don't like this movie. Oh, turn it off. I don't like it, <laughs> right? But yet, this is still not no mind. To have no mind, you have to turn off the movie altogether, no matter how pleasant or unpleasant it is. Now, here's another example. Imagine you walk into a room and it's a dinner party. And there's a whole bunch of people standing around and they're all talking. And there's this sort of ambient, dull roar of everyone having their conversation, right? You're in a crowd and everyone's talking. You're at a dinner party. And that is a very, very distinct sound. If you ever get the chance to listen to that sound deeply, this is your chance to learn something really quite interesting. It's quite an amazing sound. If you're sensitive to sound at all, then you could really have some deep experiences from this. But just listening to the dull roar of people talk. Now, as ambience, it's all just one sound, right? It's like the waves on the beach and it's washing. And yet, as it progresses or as it sort of has its dynamic nature, certain things are going to jump out. You're going to overhear part of a conversation. Someone's going to call out something or someone's going to laugh, right? Things are going to poke up. And then what's going to happen is you're going to join the conversation and then you'll actually be joining in and actually talking and you'll be actually listening to someone. So you won't be eavesdropping, you'll actually be talking with someone, having a conversation with them and hearing them. Now imagine if you're in this party, you're having this conversation with someone, you've got the background sound, and then all of a sudden, everything goes dead quiet. There's suddenly just complete silence. Now, in that moment, you would have an experience of no mind. And if we were taking this as a metaphor for your mind, well, then that's what it takes. That's what it is to have no mind. It's to stop that chatter. It's to turn it off. Now, here's another example, and here's when we actually start to get towards some really practical components of this and where you can really experience no mind for yourself right now. Imagine that this sound of my voice as I'm talking to you right now and I'm explaining this to you is the only thing that you can hear. Now, if you're listening intently, you're basically already there. But it might be that I'm sort of in the background like the ambient TV. But just imagine for a moment that you listen, you're listening to my voice and it's the only thing that you can hear and also that you're not thinking anything. You're not analyzing what I'm saying. You're not even trying to understand what I'm saying. You're not having an opinion of what I'm saying. You're not trying to do anything at all with your mind about what I am saying. You literally need to make it so that 
Each word I say is the only thing you're thinking. So you're listening very closely. And just really concentrate on this for a second. That my voice is the only thing you are thinking. And that silence, that space between the words, that is a taste of no mind. That is a taste of what it means to switch off all the noise. Now, I will also mention another place this comes from or another teacher who works with this. And that's one of my favorite teachers who is Osho. And Osho uses this exact technique in his discourses. And what you'll find is that he talks. And first of all, what he says is extremely interesting. So he hooks you in with that. And then... All of a sudden, he'll get halfway through a sentence and he'll just stop. And you'll sort of have this moment where you go, oh, does he not know the words because he can't think of what to say or how to explain it? Or does he not know the words because English is his second language and he's forgotten the word for it? Or something like that. But really what's happening if you're hip to what's going on He's actually lulling you into a state of no mind. He's actually getting you to follow along the words. And use silence to actually give you a taste of that. Now, when you've done this for some time, when you're aware of this, when you've figured this out, what happens is you actually get a knack. I really like this phrase, you get a knack of it. You get the sense of it. You get the hang of it. Right? This is just the, way, the same way of saying the same thing. You get, you get an idea of how it works and you know how it works. You get the knack of it. And when you get the knack of it, you can actually sit down and... Close your eyes and just switch it off. And at first, it's for only a couple of seconds. It's like concentrating, right? (laughs) When you concentrate, it takes time to develop that. When you first start concentrating, you only last about three seconds. (laughs) But once you get the knack of it, you can do that three seconds and then you can do it again and you can do it again. Now, a lot of these that we've been working with so far are audio. 
right? The example of the TV in the room or the dinner party or my voice or Osho's voice, these are auditory. So you might say, Dosta, you said the mind is sound and vision. Why don't you work with vision? And you can say, well, you can do that with vision. You can work with vision. In fact, that's why you close your eyes when you meditate. It's to have that experience of no mind visually. And really, if you work with opening your eyes and closing your eyes, it can be exactly the same as, well, hearing my voice and not hearing my voice or hearing a sound and not hearing a sound, right? It's just the same thing. It's visual. And if you have the sensitivity to it, well, it has the same effect, but the problem is that normally we don't have that sensitivity. So going from eyes open and then really looking at what I see and then eyes closed and then all of a sudden it's all it's all gone. Right? I can't see anything. It's just blackness. And then opening my eyes and then, whoa. Okay, so there's so much here. Right now, for me, I've already had a bit of practice for this. So that contrast is quite obvious. When you haven't practiced it, you don't have the knack for it. You haven't got the hang of it, so to speak. Then that contrast isn't obvious. That sensitivity isn't obvious. But that's that's the practice, right? I can see. I'm looking out my eyes. And then I close my eyes. And as I close my eyes, I'm still looking out my eyes. And I'm still trying. Okay, what do I see? Normally, closing the eyes is an invitation to have the imagination go wild or to remember something or to worry about something. But if you actually do this as, okay, my eyes are open. I'm looking out my eyes. And I close my eyes. And from there, you actually start to catch the mind coming online. Once you have a knack of no mind, you can actually hear it coming into play. You can see images emerge, right? Because if you close your eyes, there's the natural tendency to have the images start to happen, to have the sounds start to happen. And then you can see it coming. You say, actually, no, no, that's not what I want. Go away. And then it goes away. Now, this can turn into its own kind of neuroses. So you do have to be careful with it, right? You do need you need meditative practice in order for this to work. This is not a beginner's state. No mind is not a beginner's state. This is a this is an intermediate to advanced thing to work with. So don't let it <laughs> don't let it turn into like, oh, why can't I turn off my mind? That's that's very easy to do. Some people do fall for that. But once you get the knack of it, you can work with that. Right? Once you know the difference between eyes open and eyes closed, then you can 
see the images emerging and say, no, that's not what I'm going for, and they dissolve. Now, what is this good for? Do I really have to sell this? Do I really have to explain this bef- for anyone, right? The state of the, the state of no mind is the key to clarity. It's the key to actually listening to things clearly, right? When you turn off your mind, the sound of the environment is the only sound you hear. You actually hear it for real for once. When you turn off your mind, you actually hear someone speaking for the first time. Normally, we don't listen to people speak. Normally, this is why I was saying this just earlier, when I was trying to get you to listen to my voice, normally you have your own ideas. You have your own thoughts. And a lot of the time, that's not even got anything to do with what someone is talking about, right? You might be thinking about what you need to do later on or what you were doing earlier. And you think, ah, when they stop talking, I'll start talking, right? We don't really listen. We just wait to talk, as the old saying goes. And it's the same with seeing, right? We don't really see things. We're just walking around with a whole bunch of thoughts and if something happens to sort of poke out at our eye, at our eyes, then we notice it, right? Like, isn't that just the epitome of marketing? Isn't that just the, epi- the epitome of advertising? Advertising is just going to try and pique your attention any way that it knows. Because it knows if it doesn't, you're not even going to think twice. Or you're not even going to think once about that product. And this has so many ramifications for your relationships, your conditioning, your environment, what you're doing with your life, why you behave the way you do, right? So many people are living with this thing in their mind, which is just driving their behaviors. It's driving their actions. They are an absolute slave to their idea of how things are. And you might say, well, okay, how do you know if you've got the right idea? What if you do have the right idea? What if you have a better idea? Right? Ideas, ideas, concepts, theories of life. Forget about all that. The only way you're really going to get clarity is by comparing your mind to no mind. The only way you can get clarity on anything is by perceiving it clearly. And you can't perceive it clearly without getting your mind out of the way. And that takes practice, that takes training. Now, Osho did create his own course called No Mind. And I would recommend that. You can look into that. I've talked about that extensively in the past. And I also have my own course, which you can work with on Udemy. So that course is called MDMA. And those are guided meditations for multidimensional mind awakening. So multidimensional mind awakening is really just seeing how the mind is. It's exactly this thing of comparing your mind to no mind. And when you see that, you'll see just how many angles there are to your mind, how many different directions it can go, right? Awareness of your multidimensional mind is 
what my course is about. And there's a series of guided meditations in that that you can listen that will reveal so many aspects to you. So that's what I recommend. Those are some of the dynamics of no mind. Those are some of the examples. And this is a deep subject. We might talk again about this. There's a lot to this. So go ahead, check that out. Thanks very much. And we'll be back soon with more.